Goed Baby. We in here. Yeah, we in here. Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here. Yeah, we in here. Black versus the Board of Education. That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. Oh, sugar snaps, y'all. It's, it's, it's interesting in here today. Yeah. Welcome to another Monday of Black versus the Board of Education. My name is Miss Laureen, and I welcome you to the space. Y'all, something. the internet is something, and I feel like I have an echo chamber right around me, mm-hmm. but I think Jalen is going to beat me with this echo thing going on. Yes, ma'am. How are you feeling, Jalen? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have no idea what's happening, but we're going to roll with it. So it is, what, what date is this? It's the 18th. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And I see our guest is coming in and, and everybody is running a little behind. So we do apologize in advance. Come on and have your seat. Jalen, go ahead. Tell us how you're feeling. I know you just landed. And it's interesting. Um, hola. Mi amo es Jalen. Um, muy bien. Muy bien. You, you're doing muy bien. Muy bien. Okay. Did Very you good. pick that up over in Mexico? Yeah. Was you saying that to everybody? Those those great nah, phrases? Nah, because I didn't want to culturally appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so language no, is a cultural some, appropriation. Because because it's the way I would say it. I'm like, hola, cómo estás? I, I didn't want to do that to them. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> hey, Keila. Hey, it's your girl, Keila. Um, I'm doing good today. I had a really good weekend. I went to a wedding, so. Uh huh. And what happened at the wedding, ma'am? Go ahead and let everybody. Okay, so let me know. tell y'all what happened. So, uh, my cousin got married, so everyone was trying to make me catch the bouquet, right? And I was like, no. But okay, I went anyways, and you know, I'm gonna be over there. I'm gonna catch it, right? I have to. Let me. Uh huh. Real athlete. Right. Competitor. I see it. You see it. You see me. <laughs> so you know, I did my thing. Everybody said I pushed, but you know, I just think I got long arms. Oh, and arms. you was pushing people. I so think I got long arms. That's what I'm saying. And I reached. Athlete. I reached. And I caught the bouquet and I hugged <laughs> I my cousin. Then this girl, my sisters all hyped me up like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Then this girl, she went and touched my ponytail and it came out. Oh, wow. Oh. So you caught the bouquet but lost the ponytail. Hey, still with me. I grabbed it <laughs> and I said, oh, hello. Everybody was so excited. It was so fun though. Did I had a good time. Did you put the pause on me? I did not. And I she and I rocked my... We, we don't advocate violence here, oh, Jalen. I was just asking. <laughs> Not okay. African, yeah, not black on black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. No, yeah, but it was fun. It was lit. Revolutionary, hey. might be different. Hey, Anaya, how you doing, love? Hi, I'm good. You joining all the way from Washington D.C.? How's school going? Um, it's okay. It's going. Um, listen, what is this? It's okay. It's going stuff. It's not horrible. <laughs> okay, it's it's not good. And it's not horrible? Oh, no. Uh, it's good. I like my professors. I like my classes. But? That's about it. Uh, you're <laughs> at Howard? Yeah, she's at Howard. Yes. Did you go to the game this weekend? Yes, I did. Okay, I was watching on TV. That's why I just, you know <laughs> We did better this year than I thought. We only possible. lost by one. <laughs> you only lost by one? Well, that's what's up. Yeah, we've been losing it when I'm all. the past seven years. But it's okay. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, you Wait. can't lose the Hampton. That's that oh, rivalry no. game. You can't lose that game. Oh, the real HU. Is that what they call it? Yeah, no. I mean, that's the battle for it. I oh. mean, Howard has always been a university. Hampton started out as an institution. No shade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Go ahead and educate us because we don't know. We out here in California. We don't know. Oof. It's all good. Um, Let's see. I know there's other folks going to be tapping in, but while we're waiting for them, we'll go ahead and introduce you to our guest who is back for another show. Hey, Jordan, Hi, go Mom. ahead and introduce yourself. I know I just said your name, but you, you can talk for yourself, right? Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. Sorry for being late. Um, you know oh, how you just on that be. CP time. You know, Don't even worry listen, about it. Listen, right now, my car can't go above 48 miles an hour. Oh. So I got it right. Exactly. So I so gotta be, I gotta be maneuvering. I gotta be sliding through all these streets in Sacramento. Right. You know what I'm saying it's a good thing. I'm, you know, people love me. We give out groceries and things because I, I have to go through every neighborhood. So if it was bad, it could, it would be bad. You know what I mean? You know how I, I mean. You know it. how to say. You know how to see me. So if it was bad, it was bad. Right. Because I gotta go through everywhere. Right. Oh, wow. But so you know, luckily. Luckily, I luckily see, we I good. see you a little. You got a little different going on. So your hair is braided, right? You don't have to. Did you have something else was going on with your hair at that time? Um, you, it's either in a bun, which means okay. it ain't braided because my wife ain't braided it. Oh. Or it's in, or I got a cut, uh-huh. and then it's probably in four braids. And okay. if I ain't got a cut, uh-huh. then I go singles so it can cover <laughs> up a little bit. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Well, welcome <laughs> back. Um, because we haven't heard from you in a while, and you've had a lot go on. We have. We have. But yeah, so I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to talk to y'all about what's going on and update everybody. And yeah, okay, you know, so be with I our ha- folks. I haven't had a chance to get down to the neighborhood center. Now, did you guys move? I thought I read something about you have the school in a different place or something yeah. going on. Yeah, we had to relocate. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So I know you had came by. I think my mom came by. And, okay, your mom and came Dr. by. And Dr. Versher came by. Okay, you're right. I thought you might have came to another event, but you're right. I was there. I, I okay. came to an event. Okay. I went there to the we basketball event. Okay. 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 I was like, I know there was like another time that y'all was there. So I just wanted to make sure. But um, the Shakur Center, again, we loved it. We were there for 17 months. Mm-hmm. It was it was everything to okay. us, right? Mm-hmm. It was like an acre. Most people don't know this, and we didn't know this when we took it. Mm-hmm. Um but I got a chance, like, we took it in March, right? And then in June, I got a chance to go to the Wake Me When I'm Free Museum. Okay, we went um, there. Okay, so did you see Pac's journal when he talked about what he wanted? I saw def- different pages of the journal. Okay, so in the museum, and I have a picture of it, um, one of them was talking about, I think it was called Thug's Mansion, mm-hmm. or... I don't know. I don't remember if that's exactly what he named it, but he named it something along that lines. But he said it would be a three-story building uh-huh. with an acre of land, with a kitchen in the basement, with a farm to grow food, a swimming pool, and an indoor basketball court. We had an outdoor basketball court. We didn't have a swimming pool, but we right. did have a baptismal pool. Okay. Well, we I had mean, three stories. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But we had... So it was like... It was really like... It was like, whoa, like we like felt like you were like we were realizing a dream. We really felt like that. Mm -hmm. But also when we took that space, we were under the belief, the uh, idea, the assumption 
the hypothesis, whatever you want to name it, that like you're gonna people, hit us with the big word. I said, oh, the hypothesis. Okay. Right. Like that people would jump in and support what we were doing. Like uh, right. Mm-hmm. Um there's rappers from the neighborhood that love to talk about they from this this you know this street, Fourth Ave specifically where we was at. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of them, they make a whole lot of money talking about that and right. making merch off that and all that. And we were not only we had a school, but we had like groceries. We had a health and wellness clinic. We had a legal clinic. Right now you had in Oak Park over the summer. You just had the first black cowboy mm-hmm. uh, event. But it, y'all remember, because I know y'all follow us, like we had horses on fourth for the babies for the F in February. Mm. Oh, You know what I'm saying? So like, it's just... It was our space, but we also kind of saw how we had someone tell us, I've been I've been living here for 10 years and I ain't never seen the police here this much. Mm-hmm. We ain't never seen Fourth Ave Park being used by the city this much. So all of a sudden, all of the things that we were trying to do were being put into play in other, you know what I'm saying, in, in local local spots that hadn't been utilized. And all of a sudden not, you know, all of it gets diverted away and um even like a flow for mayor, even like a Dr. Cornell West, those campaigns pull away money that could be going to supporting the programming that happens, mm-hmm. right? And so we had be- we again we had believed that if we put forth all of these things, considering all of the things that we all know, like you know we've talked about the violence right. that our kids face, that call that just happened right like a few months ago or a few weeks ago, like all of those things, we thought like people gonna love this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, people going to support this. We give them, like, with all this stuff, you know, everybody loved to talk about the Panthers and this. We thought, like, mm-hmm. people will support it, and mm-hmm. they didn't. Interesting. And so, you know, as as I'm listening to the things that you're saying, first of all, the nonprofit space here in Sacramento is a really interesting space to be in mm. because you do think that the work that you're doing is going to get all this attention, but the problem is it's totally impacted. So what do you think, or, so you had to move, and I'm not sure why, and we can get into that. Yeah. But why do you think people just weren't tapping in? I think, I think there's a few things. I think one, um, thing, right, is like, we know that the United States corporate media is never going to give us like positive portrayals of us. Yeah, and we shouldn't expect it. Right, so Uh like. I think that's one reason that like a lot of folks missed it or didn't know, right? Like mm-hmm. they're intentionally not allowed to see those things. Right. Um, and then I think too, that there is a, I'm going to try to like be mindful of my language. Cause the way I would say it wouldn't be proper for like, yeah, this, let's not do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, there's a lot of field hands oh. Okay. that have house hand aspirations. Mm. Makes sense. Okay. And so why would I support this thing? Mm-hmm. You know, Black Panther, Malcolm X Academy, this, right? Like y'all saying y'all don't rock with America. Like I want to be like Jay-Z. That like that's our thinking as a community for some of us, right? Like mm-hmm. it's the black capitalism is going to my financial freedom personally is black freedom for all of us, right? It's liberation. You know what I mean? Like those the fact that I can I can be the one performing at halftime, right? Like the one that I can be the one at the table with NASA, mm-hmm. right? So we have a lot of folks with that aspiration. So I think 
they get afraid to tie themselves to something that is radical. Um, but I think, um, you know, we also were really, a, we, again, through this summer, this summer, we were able to link with community movement builders um, mm-hmm. through the National Black Radical Organizing Conference mm-hmm. in Atlanta that they put on. And so we have become a chapter of CMB. And so CMB is now like pushing to have you know, a, a nationwide like footprint as a black radical organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think so that will help hopefully, you know, balance some of those things. Interesting. Anaya, do you think Jordan has a point in terms of he's saying that there are a lot of folks in our community who are worried about self and not worried about really collective uplift? Do you think he has a point or... Um, what do you, what are you thinking? Um, I think somewhat, yes. And it might just have to do with how black people have had a struggle kind of on their own. So although a lot of, I know a lot of black people who obviously want to be community oriented and want to be doing work for the betterment of the community, there's also still going to be be people who have struggled on their own and who only know that as means of survival. Mm, so we're in survival mode. Kila, what are you thinking in terms of what you hear Jordan um, talking about that his effort wasn't really received the mm-hmm. way that he thinks or thought it should be received? Um, I mean, I think you're 100% right when it comes to like what you were saying about like the rappers and like all that stuff because kind of like what Anaya was saying too, like some black people are just so stuck on survival mode and they won't accept anything else. They'd rather mm-hmm. just have it be them on their own rather than get outside help because they know the overall outcome is it's not going to work anyways. It's what mm-hmm. I think. Interesting. And I do see Jada, Jada popped in. So uh, Jada, go ahead and just do your quick check-in. And then I know you've been listening a little bit behind the scenes um, what are you thinking when you're hearing what Jordan is putting on the table? Um, I was actually able to hear anything at that current moment when I was hopping in, uh, still figuring out Wi-Fi issues, but um, so I'm unable to give an opinion as of right now. Gotcha. Well, how are you feeling anyway, since you just popped in? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. Just, you know, make it through traffic after school, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jalen, you've been sitting here and you've been kind of listening to what's been putting out there. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? It's echo. Um, I agree with Keila when okay. she says, like, the Fourth Avenue rappers. I feel like you guys being on Fourth Avenue makes it. And when the media hears Fourth Avenue, they think of the violence, the violence, yes. or they think of the gang-related stuff that goes on. But you're trying to push something positive say hey there's a bright spot in this community but the mainstream media is only saying well the biggest people from that hood are pushing this this and this so there can't this that must be what that hood is about so i agree with you and i agree with anaya because she said a lot of people stay on that stuck mentality i think it's just more so in the society that we live in it's me first me first and when you have somebody who is putting on for other people, everybody's thing is, what are they really doing it for? Mm. Because it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing something for, for free, giving out groceries, giving out free meals for free to people for no reason. 
Like it just doesn't make sense to people. Cause it's, cause it's counter to capitalism, right? Cause they're so programmed to like, this is the only way that yes. we can live. Right. Right. And I think what's crazy is it also shows us how conditioned we are to value ourselves in a certain way. Right. Mm -hmm. So an OG at the park, um, at the big park, right. McClatchy park, um, we were, you know, we were handing out grocery boxes um, and we were telling them about how one of the Sacramento Kings players had donated $5,000 to us. And we were like, that's great. You know, it was, but like, like, bro, you wear that in your earring. Yeah. You spend that at lunch, like for real. Mm. You know what I mean? Like allegedly, cause we're not pocket watching. Right. So well, we can I mean, tell if you, you post it on Instagram, that's that don't mean that ain't costume jury. I'm just saying, like, okay. let's yeah. let's let's put an asterisk in that. We could be Chad Johnson. We could be. We could be. Could be. I mean, could sure. be. like, let's not. We we don't pocket watch, but I. Understand but if someone what holding up a, a you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But 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 what our point was the OG was said he said what's crazy is he gave the babies five thousand, but if they wanted to bury someone, they would drop twenty G's, mm. and that was what it was. It wasn't about well, they only gave us five thousand. It was like. Yeah, they'll give 20 G's to bury somebody, but they will only give 5,000 to these babies who are living. Mm. And it was just like, that was a really humbling, sobering moment yeah. like, of like the way we value things. And again, it comes to that capitalist, right? Like, Well, let me ask you this, because you said that, you know, you were going to be um, partnering with somebody and, yeah. and you talked about this radical movement, right? So when people start to hear words about radical and they start to hear Black Panther and then now you're coupling it with Malcolm X who said by any means necessary, you know what I mean? 100%. So when you're you're looking at this and, you know, our, our schools have done a horrible job with history, mm. right? And so they they attach certain words to the Black Panther Party. So for folks who are listening, and those who need a little bit of education, how would you describe the Black Panther Party in your own words? Maroons, heroes, uh, ancestors, mm -hmm. family. These are some of the words that the babies have said for just to be like to be so transparent. Yeah. Right. Um, like, hold that thought. What do you all, these young people, yeah. what do you all know about yeah, the Black Panther that's Party? That's the question, because it don't matter what the, I know. Right, because I'm <laughs> like, hold on, let me, let me flip this. Jada, what do you know about the Black Panther Party? Like, what have I heard about it? Or like, what have I been taught? Sure. Give um, it to us. I would just say that, I would just say they're kind of like, I don't know, not a, I, I don't really... Okay, I would just say that they are like, not an eye for an eye, but it's more so like, like they were less passive and more like, oh, we gonna fight the power however we see fit. And, you know, so I think that's why some people like, you know, white people might call them like, oh, like, I think they were being called a terrorist group or something like that mm -hmm. because they would go around fighting the power with violence. But it's like, y'all don't like us when we're quiet, but y'all don't like us when we're loud, like, and I think they just didn't care at that point. They were just like, we finna make a statement regardless. I don't know. But yeah, I think that's a mm -hmm. good joke. Anaya, what do you know about the Black Panther Party? Let's see. I know that they were founded in Oakland um, by Bobby Shill and Huey P. Newton. Um, I would say that they're freedom fighters. And like Jada said, they basically, they gave the police the same energy that they were given. Um, I 
know that they dress a certain way. And I thought that was just super cool how you always knew, oh, they're in the party based on mm -hmm. how they dressed. With the with the afros and the what was it? What do you call them? Right. And the yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. Jalen, what do you know about the Black Panther Party? I know that they were founded as a community police. Mm. Like a community police. They wanted to complete police their own community because they didn't like how they the police were treating them. So they were like, okay, you guys stay over there. We got our own community. Hmm. Okay. Keila? Um, kind of what everybody was saying, freedom fighters, they dress a certain way and almost kind of like what you were saying, like heroes. I know like when it's talked about on like TV or like shows, mm -hmm. it's basically like the voice almost in that sense. Like they kind of were sticking up for everybody because no one else could. Mm. Well, I know that they were the Black Panther Party for self-defense, which means they were defending themselves against mm. something or someone, power mm -hmm. structure or not. I know that it wasn't until they took their behinds to the Capitol and brought guns that they started trying to take guns away from everybody else. Um, I know that a lot of times when we're when we're talking about the Black Panthers, yes, we we point to the most radical things that they are known for, but they don't tell you that they got their whole WIC program from the Black Panther Party or their mm. free school. I'm sorry, free lunch program from the Black Panther Party. They were feeding their own, just like the neighborhood program, right? Neighbor program. Neighbor program. Um, they were feeding their their own people so that they didn't really have to rely on the power structure. Mm. And that, for some reason, was an affront, and people wanted to take them out for it. But am I am I I'm kind of there? 100%. Oh, 100%. Come on now. Yeah, if there was we a are, test, we are, we are, you know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> and I think that's beautiful that we all added in, uh, like, what we know. And I think all of those pieces are important, right? And to hear all of those pieces, because there's so many components, right? Mm -hmm. um, we often get taught hero through like this, I mean, taught history through this hero's perspective. Right. Where we only see like one person, two people, and this is like, ah, right? But the the beautiful thing about the party was that it was the party, mm. right? That it was a group of of young folks, in different regions all across the country, right? They came together and they were like, we're going to organize for our communities to be like for us to have control of our communities, right? And whatever that looks like in our community. So in Oakland, so the, the 10 point program came from actually knocking on doors in Oakland and saying mm -hmm. like, hey, y'all, what do we need? And so, yeah, the, one of the first programs put in was the community police, right? Uh, or like the, the police the cop patrols, right? Community police patrols, which were the Panthers were armed to ensure that the police weren't beating anybody because they were at such a high level of police brutality in Oakland because they had actually recruited, right? Like folks from LA and LA had recruited folks from, you know, white folks from the South to come. And so you had this super, super corrupt, racist, abusive, violent police, right? Um, and the first issue of the Black Panther newspaper is actually about the murder, right? The lynching of an African, uh, yeah. Denzel, um, in Richmond, mm -hmm. right? And so that's how it's like a handwritten, you know, uh, paper that they're writing about the police killing, right? This person in the community. So that is like really where the Panthers come from. Um, and then like, again, to that self-defense, right? They looked at everything that we need to be sufficient, right? When you look at the 10 point program, they talked about housing and food and 
all of those things. And so then they put in programs to implement them. They said, this is self-defense from the empire of the United States. Right? And I did find the 10 point program that I was able to pull up. So. Um, <laughs> and it says, we want freedom. Yeah. We want power to determine the destiny of our black community. We want full employment for our people. We want an end to the robbery by the white men of our black community. We want decent housing fit for shelter of human beings. That's a big one. Because housing Especially is coming. Housing is yeah. back coming right back around. We want education for our people that exposes the true nature of the decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in present day society. And we need that more than ever. Um, number six says we want all black men to be exempt from military service. Come on, clap it up. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that it's but a lot of young folks don't get that one nah. because they don't understand that there was a military draft. So that 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 right. that piece just goes really over their heads. But like understanding historical context, because, again, most high school history courses don't even teach Vietnam. So right. how are they going to understand the, the context? Only, the only time that you ever hear about it is Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And what did they say about him? They say, oh, he was a coward because he didn't go mm -hmm. over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they always bring up the quote the uh the Viet Cong ain't did nothing to me they never call me no nigger yeah yeah they said that uh we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people I don't say I don't hear anything that's so far-fetched like what makes them radical for wanting things right. that any decent human being would want well I think so this is the thing too right so this is the what we want but then there's the what we believe side right so they even they even give a whole in-depth analysis on why they are saying these are their demands right right and so um when you really start to put that in perspective and in, in context then you start to see how logical it really is and then they use right in the 10th point they use the colonizer's own words right mm. the founding colonizer's own words right and they said and they they say like you know when a government has been you know, beating you for so long, what are you supposed to do but to abolish it? They use Thomas Jefferson's own words against the government that he established, right? And says, mm -hmm. like, it is time for, and again, they call for a United Nations supervised plebiscite, which is a vote for all the black, what they call colony, right, to vote on what our destiny would be. Would we like to stay here? Would we like to have our own nation state, which some folks, right, um, like are really big into called the Republic of New Africa here mm -hmm. in the South and the Black Belt. And then there's you know, folks who want to return to the continent or, or again, what, what does it look like? That's what they were calling for, for a vote. Mm. Um, that was the 10th point. They said, we want land, bread, housing, education, justice, and peace. We want to vote on what should happen to us as a people, right? Yeah. How, how can we actually have land and then be self-sufficient? Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, because when we did have land and we did have our own things, then they, went on an occupation to go mm. ahead and take those things from us forcefully killing our people even more. But I want to give these last three points. It says number eight, we want freedom for all black men held in federal state county and city prisons and jails. We want all black people when brought into trial to be tried in court by a jury of their peer group or peer or people from their black communities as defined by the constitution of the United States. And number 10, we want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. And as 
our major political objective, a United Nations supervised plebiscite, which is what you were just talking about, to be held throughout the Black colony in which only Black colony subjects will be allowed to participate for the purpose of determining the will of Black people as their own national destiny. And it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm listening to, you know, what you're saying. And, you know, it's interesting. And I want to make sure I get Adrian in here. Um, he, he just got back from Mexico, too. Um, go ahead and say, hey, check in. Tell us how you're doing. Uh, did you have a good weekend? All that. Oh, I had a great weekend. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> he and him popping, too. <laughs> you know, I, I partook in the devil's nectar, so oh no tired. I um wow. took a hold of me <laughs> but i joined in late but it was a, i liked what i was hearing so okay. i'm interested where this is going do you have an opinion on anything that you've heard thus far uh as far as the 10 point program i heard of it but i've never actually read it so okay. it was very interesting to read it and see exactly what they were demanding and how they were labeled as radical and dangerous for radical. their time all right son. yeah for asking for basic human rights. Um, Jada, I'm curious, when you looked at the 10-point program, was there anything that stood out to you that was unreasonable? No, honestly, did you sound like they want... It really didn't. I think that the reason why they made such a big deal out of it was because it meant that white people would have to change their system. And they liked the system exactly how they designed it. And... Mm. It wasn't a, oh, like you guys are asking for too much or, oh, like y'all are radical for like, that was just out of the world kind of expectations. We're just asking you to stop killing this. Is it that hard to just stop? Is it hard for us to receive some of the same opportunities that you receive? Their big thing was they want it all. They don't want to share. They don't want to change the system. They just want it all. And so in order to back up and defend themselves, they whatever they felt like they had to which happened to be hurting our people so yeah anaya anything unreasonable from what you've heard because this is the the ideology that you guys run your program out of right yeah so um we we come from again like a long line of panthers like majority of the folks involved with our organization um have some family like family familiar ancestral ties to the Panthers, like through blood mm -hmm. and then obviously through ideologies. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, kinship bond, you know, like as we do as a people from centuries, right? Like when we, we made family on plantations, we made family on the ships. We, you know what I'm saying? Even again, on the continent, we made family, you know what I'm saying? Here, like we, we, we just see it. Um, but um, yeah, we, again, we model, you know, we call ourselves the Shakur's, right? The Shakur Center, the Shakur Now. We have a house, so we call it the Shakur House. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like we call ourselves the Shakur's um, and we follow the 10-point program, uh, right? The teachings of, you know, uh, of Asada Shakur, Afini Shakur, Dr. Matulu Shakur, Tupac Shakur. Mm -hmm. um, really the four that like stick really strong for us. Obviously, like Lumumba Zaid and those folks are influential, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like those four are really like the strength for us. Mm -hmm. um, we really believe like revolution is love. Um, again, neighbor program was its own independent organization for three years. Okay. And we still like as a, as a nonprofit, like right, that arm, we are independent. Um, but we are joining up, right? Like with yeah, community movement builders out of 
um, Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, and they are uh, a mass black uh, coalition again out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, we have chapters in Detroit and Dallas. And yeah. Building out in New York and Newark and up and down the East Coast. Again, we're helping out here in Sacramento. We're going to be planning in LA. Um, and again, just trying to help create that 10th point. How do we all get together and talk about like, yo, what is going on and how can we work yeah. to fix this? Like we, there's got to be something that we can all do. And so that's kind of what guides us. And then our school specifically, Malcolm X Academy comes out of Malcolm's a call in 64 to create a school and then the Panthers creating a school called Oakland Community School mm-hmm. um, and what they were doing there and the Zapatista schools um, again a, a group an indigenous group right in Mexico who is working on an autonomous school to like instill that dignity to show like what it's like to fight against empire and say like no this is who we are um, so like really like fusing those things together and saying like this is this is how we're going to struggle here in Sacramento and teach our babies mm-hmm. so that hopefully we can all get together and, and, and have an idea on what kind of future we want to have as a people, because we, it's dire if we look outside. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And it's not getting any better. Um, no and, matter who's the president, no matter who's the mayor. Well, I think we've become so, so comfortable with the system, right? Exactly. We know what to expect. We know that from K through 12, we're, we're to be sending our kids to this school or we're going to get in trouble. We kind of don't ever think outside of the box of what it could be um, if we were to step out and say homeschool. Right. And I know that everybody can't homeschool, but for those of us who can, you know, what are we trying, what type of future are we trying to create for these babies who are in this hostile education system? And I know I talk to y'all about that all the time because we're going into the schools and we're really seeing what's happening. So when you hear, um, you know, Jordan feels that there wasn't a, a huge support for for what they were doing at the Shakur Center. Um, there wasn't a lot of participation. There wasn't a lot of funds coming in. And again, with this nonprofit world that we have out here, it's super impacted. So there are so many different people doing the same type of work that funders always give, um, I don't want to say excuses, but rationales for why they're going to fund this group over this other group. So when you, when you think of that, right, and people are not funding you, what do you think that's about? Is it the ideology? Is 100%. it who you're connecting yourself to? Like, what do you think it is? Yeah, I think, right, like we painted this, of course, on a red, black, and green. We th- flew a panther flag <laughs> and then we, like i mean well they got rainbow flags all over the place so 100 percent. but i'm just saying what is but again what is what is counter to empire right like mm-hmm. empire can co-op the rainbow flag yeah you just you could right like you can co-opt a lot of things i mean really uh-huh. you could you can co-opt co-opted the, the panthers i was so. gonna say you could co-opt the red <laughs> black and green right but like but to that point right like being on fourth and being between both parks and like people saw it. So then there was talk and it was like, we got to shut this down. The reason we left is shut like, your thing down? hundred percent. Oh, they shut you down. Well, I mean, when I say that again, we have to look at like what is happening. Um, 
again, how are we not connected to certain people? How do certain people get funding? How do we miss out on a grant like for the city food? We missed out on the city's food justice grant. Tell me how. Did they not give you the information? Oh, no, no, no. When I say we missed out, not like we didn't turn it in. I mean, like we didn't get selected. Oh. Right. Like we put in for grants. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like we did those things. We, I, I went door to door and knocked on businesses. Mm -hmm. I've had multiple, I had so many black businesses like, oh, we love what you're doing. We're going to, oh yeah, send it back to us. And we're going to, oh, leave it here. And, and I ain't get no email. I'm sending the email out, like checking in to see if you still want to sponsor. You liking every Instagram post, but like <laughs> bills is due. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, and and so um yeah, I mean again, we had someone pull out and tell us just factually, like, hey, yeah, like the name Malcolm X, like, nah, bro, like it's too it's way too hot for me. Yeah. Like I in my profession, nah, can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Right? Cool. So like nah, like I would be I would be a fool to think that again. Um I would be a fool to think that thinking about the ways in which at the time at our Shakur Center, again, we had two cases happen against me, right? We had they and let's talk about those. They froze, quick. they froze our bank account, just shut it down. They froze what bank account? Your had, Shakur bank account or your personal bank account? Our our neighbor program bank account. Oh, okay. They just they just shut it down and froze it, kept our money, and and it and they, they wouldn't tell us why. They said it was a back office. It was a call from the back office, right? Oh. There was, like, so many things happening. Mm -hmm. um, again, like I said, the white cat who is, you know, president of Oak Park Neighbor Association, he was like, I've lived here for seven years. I've never seen the police sit on 4th Ave as much as they have since y'all been here. Mm. We uh, The police is would it, just sit outside. Is it a gentrified area? Uh, I mean... Because it's like I know in between. Parts of it's Park in between. Have been gentrified, so. It's in between, right? To be so honest, because right, we're again, we're in between both parks. They would love to gentrify it, but also like you have the projects right there, so you can't like, right? When you say going, the projects are, are Oak, yeah, Oak Park Terrace, oh. right? So that's actually like when like Mozzie talks about Pebble Beach yeah. and Pebbles, and I'm a sake from a sacred visit. That's what he's talking about, oh. like that, like that spot. That's okay. where he'd be filming his music videos. And so that is like a hotbed of violence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously the big park is the big park. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, again, even that. Like, bro came in filmed the music videos. Like, I know you've seen us. Did, have you ever talked to them? Like we've, we've talked to like folks in, people, in different people's camps and like different oh, musicians, different artists. But never to the artists themselves. A couple. Um, I know that like right now we we've connected with Dion Taylor, the okay. uh, film director, and mm -hmm. we're hoping to you know figure something out. Um, again, like we never had. I never. Our you know some of our teams had conversation with um, like De'Aaron Fox. He's donated before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously we did that. We did that interview with Dr. West, and he promised to come out and do a fundraiser for us and all that. That never happened, right? Then he just pulled up to Oak Park at the Guild and didn't come and do not like and again so i said like you have so you know you know politics is politicking right 100 percent. okay so i think that a lot of times when we go into say nonprofit world or we go into different things we have to understand the landscape in which we're we're living in right yeah so cornell west right now is running for president of the united states 
he's going to want to go to the guild instead. No, a hundred percent. Like we no, gotta no, no. keep it a buck. Like no, no, we're no. gonna have to. So and and what my thing is, right? Mm -hmm. You wanted to take somebody at their word, right? No, not no? even that, right? Okay. Um, because again, I, I want to let's let's get out of being emotional. Oh yeah, for sure. I want to be a critical, I want to look at this critically, right? Yeah. And so you're from Sacramento. So you do know, and again, so like you have talked with us, you've acknowledged that the need of this school and that you want to help fundraise. Da, 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 da. And so again, are we supposed to believe that like Dr. West is not intelligent enough to know that he will first off, he has said that he's for black liberation. Yeah. A lot of people say that. You can't be for black liberation and run for the president of the United States. Like if those two things cannot coexist. Mm. So like, so which one do you believe? So we have to pick that. Um, also you're a Zionist. So like, I don't even know what that means, but he, 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 <laughs> he believes in the, in the state of Israel. Oh, right. Like, okay. And in regards to like the Palestinian conflict, like no Palestine is legitimate and Israel is not. And like all violence against Palestine is not acceptable. Israel doesn't have a, a right to exist. Right. Like that's the truth. Right. Um, and that's not anti-Semitic. Like we're talking about like people have been living in this country, in these countries, whether they were Jewish, Muslim, Christian for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Right. But the settler state of Israel, just like the settler state of the United States of America is a genocidal one. Right. So he's he's trying to play the fence on both sides. So, no, like, no, that can't happen. But my thing is, you know, again, that you are not going to win. You're not. And you're still going to with with Stract, like you're going to bring out resources i don't care about the votes i'm not asking because i don't i don't vote for anything in empire but you're going to extract money from the community that could be going to to things that really serve the community and what are those campaign dollars going for because at the end of the day we all know you're not gonna so so what are you like <laughs> that money being drawn out of the community like you're no better than any other entertainer mm. You're pulling money out of our community, out of our pockets, because people are so excited to, and they believe, oh, Dr. West. And you say a few quote unquote radical things like Stop Cop City or Free Mumia, which are baseline level things, mm. right? Cop City is like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, right? A billion dollar cop project. And then everyone knows that Mumia has been framed. So like, how, how political is that? You you pander and, and you can put yourself in proximity to black radicalness mm -hmm. and you can sell a, a master course on what black love is and black radicalness. Yeah. And yet extract those same dollars out of the community you say you love for something like for your own really personal gain to just become a bigger celebrity or to get yourself to the next college professorship. Mm. That none now, of that hold, money hold is going to help because I want to bring these young people in. So, I, come on. I think that you've just answered the main point that you asked earlier. Why are people not giving the money? I think you just answered it. It's because we look at personal gain so much. That's it. Because you just said it. He'll People will tie things. People will have beliefs, right? But when they want to um, heighten their own popularity, they're going to extract themselves from that belief. So they're going to be like, okay, well, maybe I believe this. I believe it more behind the closed doors. But out in front, I can't let everybody know that I believe this. So 
I think you just answered it personally. Anaya, what are you thinking? First of all, he done said that <laughs> Cornell West is running a race that he knows he can't win. Come on, we all got to be honest. We... <laughs> Come on, Anaya. Anaya's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't have much to say, but that just reminded me that I can vote now. <laughs> okay, well, welcome to your first mm-hmm. election that y'all can vote mm-hmm. in. You and Jada said, oh my gosh. Okay. Adrian. Wait, come on, Jada. They said, I forgot. Come on, Jada. I we can vote now. I don't know. I, I like that didn't even click in my brain. I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about voting for. Oh, like I had no idea I could vote this year. Go. I, I don't know. Okay. The whole Cornell West, not gonna lie. I know some about him. I don't know much about him. That's on me. But um, I don't know. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't ask me. I don't know much. You got it. Adrian, <laughs> what are you thinking? Based on everything that Jordan just laid out for us, that was a whole smorky board a of lot. stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know much about Cornell West either. Um, but it does sound like someone like Jalen said, who's for personal gain, who says things to people behind closed doors, knowing that they're not going to do it. Um, but I do mm. think it's important for our community, especially Sacramento, with so much gang violence and Oak Park, the Heights, Meadowview, um, we need something that will bring us together and hopefully this will be it. Mm. Keela? There's a lot. Um, I, I agree with you, 100%. Um, it's too much. I don't know. It's a lot. You gotta come back. Y'all are speechless. I, I just, rarely get to see y'all speechless. Come on, Jada. What you talking about? Personal opinion. You know, doing my slight, you know, two-second research on Cornell. I don't know if he'd be fit to rule a country. Uh, you said president? Like You said rule? Yeah. President? <laughs> rule is the right word for <laughs> this empire. President well, of the United States of America. If we had somebody yeah. like Donald Trump in office. I mean, Joe Biden is out here literally falling asleep. Like it's falling all over the place. So you talking about so like why? I mean, don't say like you you got to be competent. Be, I mean, yes, he's black, he's African, right? So like yes, and he is they would extremely make qualified. Let's be that, let's right? be yeah, clear. He got the doctor and yeah. yeah. But, but let's also but let's also put it in context. Everybody running for president is is personal gain, right? So it's not just, just like him. why Obama writing these books. I don't know because I don't listen to him. Oh, however, God, his yes. However, thank you. however. God. You know, when we start to talk about different people in different places, understand that running for presidency is a vain project. It is a project of vanity, right? And it's us putting our trust in one person to be able to understand everything there is to know about the world, the conflicts that we've inserted ourselves in, the way that we've allowed a particular group of people to become the permanent underclass in this community or in this country. And the way that we put people in positions and they do nothing. So I'm not really excited about much uh, around here and even local politics because everybody knows all politics are local. Um, I'm not looking for them to tell me what is, you know, what is um, visible or, or what is okay or appropriate or what we should focus our attention on. That needs to be something that we are already looking at as a community. We know what we need. 
And that's what the Panthers were saying in their 10-point program. They know what they needed. It wasn't at the the federal <laughs> level, right? And that's why we have folks like a school board president of Compton Unified, uh, Denzel Perry. He's going to be joining us in a second. Um, but that's why we have these people that we connect to. And we hope that while they're in position to make real change, that they do that. Now, should they not, then they have a whole nother problem. And then we become critics in a different way. That was, Go what, ahead, that was exactly what I was going to say. We had all those candidates come in here. We need to spin back. We need to spin the block on them. We need to spin the block. We need to spin the block on them, see if they're doing what they said they was going to do in that hot seat. And I guarantee you, most of them not. And when you (laughs) ask them or press them about it, they're going to tell you some BS. Mm. And what it comes down to is what Malcolm said. You could cuss out all them isms, but when it comes to that dollarism... Yeah. Y'all be Go off. saw your whole soul, Go saw off. every lip. You saw him, take, you saw him, look at him. <laughs> they take it all off, take, right? And that's what it is. Yeah. And and I think we have to, we have to, again, put it out there. You know, Black people are not a monolith. You have some that believe in the radical agenda, like like Jordan. I don't know if I'm there yet. I'm being a hundred percent with you. Right. Um, because I, I don't consider myself an African at all i've never considered myself that but that does not mean we can't get into rooms and have conversations about things in our community that we see that are wrong right um and i i think that that is important because as these young people are listening to us and and, you know we gonna go back and forth anyway but i i agree that we need to see more support in the things that we're doing when we're aiming to make things better for the babies and so that was our whole piece in joining with cmb right Mm-hmm. Um, CMB, I would say that they have a Pan-African framework as similar to ours. But again, um, like for us, we've been like really like we use the word African strongly, right? Mm-hmm. And and CMB is like we use black. Um, and I use and, black. Right. And so <laughs> and like they're like we're a black broad base and we have different and we and then and they even say it like within themselves, like we have different, we all have different ideologies, mm-hmm. but we're all working for our communities. And and for me, that's what Pan-Africanism is. Like, I don't care if you want to be black, if you want to be African, you want to be whatever Kyrie is this week. Like, oh Lord, you know what I mean? I love I love Kyrie. (laughs) And but you know, he changes who you know, he be ADOS. Like he just he just changed all the time. Like you don't really know Kyrie. So you'd be like, whatever he own, like I I want them, all of us. You know what I'm saying? All of us. Right. No matter what you call yourself, to be free. So how can we all work together for that? Right. And and because you might, again, like there's folks who might be Republican, New African, and they want to be here. Like, cool. I, that's great for you. You might want to be in the United States. You might want to be in China. Oh, I don't know. Okay. You know China what I'm saying? Crazy. You might want to be in, I don't know, right? Yeah. I Like personally, <laughs> I want to go back to the continent, right? Yeah. You My might, mom wants to go back to the continent too. I want to go, or, you know, like I know a homegirl who wants to move to like Haiti, oh. right? Like uh, a homie that wants to move to Brazil. You know, like we all over the place and we've always been, you know, we've never known borders because we've always been able to travel. We were the first travelers of the whole world. We went mm-hmm. everywhere. Like, so we don't know borders like that for real. Like we do now in this captive sense. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I think like it's it's up to us to see the world. And it's the same thing with the babies. Like, how do we work so that the babies can go anywhere in the world and learn and be safe and be okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I agree. I, you know, cause we, we do our little thing over here and, you know, we haven't always had support either. 
yeah. um, as we continue to go through the motions, you know, and we continue to get out there and do the work, some things are just undeniable. And the fact that we will come at you about these children is one of them. Right. Um, and, but it becomes more about tone and delivery than about, you know, messaging, right? You, you have to get into the room. And how you get into the room, you got to learn to play the game. You have to know the rules. You have to know the rules of engagement, how you maneuver in specific spaces. Because if you come in, and I'm not saying what you're doing is wrong, but yeah. I'm going to just give keep it a buck with you. Yeah. If you come in the way that you're coming in, and, and I like it because I, I like the, the aggressiveness. Some people, are that scares them before they 100%. even get to knowing what you're about to say. Right. And Just we have to imagery. acknowledge you. We have to acknowledge it. And then you're you're attaching yourselves to things that they have already labeled as terrorist groups, as hate groups, you know, without even knowing what the hell they're talking about. Because anyway, I'm not going to even go there, but uh, without even knowing what they're talking about. And they will continue to spew this ignorance in their training sessions because I sat in and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, nope, I don't. And I was one of the only people arguing when they called. Uh, the Black Panthers a terrorist group. And I'm just like, no, that's not what they were. But all these things come before you even get in the door. So if that's how you're coming in the door, just understand you got to learn how to play this political game. Everything is political. Every single thing. And if you're trying to get to that point where they're willing to fund you, you're going to have to dial some of that back and learn how to play their game. It's just it's what the game is at this point. And I think I think that's what we don't like we don't want right like we we stand firmly on like we can do it for ourselves but we can't because we're we're a wealthless group and we're talking about collective uplift we have to acknowledge the positioning that we are in in this country we're a wealthless group we may have some that have gotten you know some semblance of monies right but as a collective we're a wealthless group and if 100%. we're going to play the game in this country, we got to learn the rules, period. We can think that we're going to be able to do it ourselves, but we're fooling ourselves because we have, although we try not to subscribe to this system, everything about our existence is this system right now. And so we have to get to a point where we don't have to rely on the system, but that means you're going to have to learn how to play the game as it is right now until we can change the rules, period. That's yeah. what it is. And I think that's, hopefully like what this move has been for us, right. To like link with community movement builders, who is like a really successful nonprofit to, um, you know, like even to downsize, right. Like we moved into a house, a smaller house, like a really small house, (laughs) Um, but it's owned, you know, it's owned by our brother. You feel me? So like that money is going back into him and you know, there's, so I think um, that's something that we, we looked at this year too. Is like maybe last year was almost like, and it wasn't like to any of our own fault, but it was almost yeah. like a facade, right? Like yeah. it was like, this is what it could be if yeah. everyone would come together. Yeah. But this year is really like, this is how you do it on some, like we going to figure this shit out no matter what. Right. Right. And, and I never think- despise small beginnings. I mean, sometimes you got to start small. Like we was in my backyard three years ago. Right. Well, and I was thinking we about- wasn't, we wasn't in no office space. Yeah. I was thinking about how, um, if you prune a, prune a you know fruit yeah it grows back with more yeah and so that's kind of been like what we've been looking at it's like this is the pruning you know what i'm saying and, and again hopefully um you know with this with this effort from cmb um 
Malcolm X Academy won't just be in Sacramento, right? It'll be something that, whether it keeps that name or whatever, it'll be something that we show is like, yo, this can pop up in any of the chapters that we have mm -hmm. because you, this is how it can look. Like it can look this simple, like you said, like homeschooling. And even if it's not like it's homeschool, just you, it could be co-ops, it could exactly. be anything. So we need how to reimagine. Exactly. Yeah, we need to reimagine what it could be. And I want to acknowledge my brother just popped in the room. Uh, <laughs> school board president didn't sell. <laughs> Perry is in the building. What's um, going on, family? Uh, you know, we just out here kicking it, talking a little bit, a little something, something. Um, but, uh, I want you to meet him offline, Jordan. So okay. when we get a chance, we'll make sure that we make that connection. Um, but something that uh, I want to make sure we have to start somewhere. Right. Yeah. And everybody's not going to run for specific offices. Shout out to Denzel, who decided to run uh, for school board um, and has descended to the presidency at this point. But everybody's not going to run. I, I refuse to run um, because I'm not following nobody's rules. I'm going to do mm -hmm. my thing and people are going to be mad and I'm not going to get no votes. Right. Um, but <laughs> we need all right. of us to be playing our position. And so I'm excited that Denzel is back and we're going to have to have him on another show so that uh, we can talk about kind of some of the things that are going on um, within our school system. However, um, this weekend, we have a chance to travel. So I'm taking some of us from the podcast team and we are headed to Compton uh, to support you in uh, the Compton. Uh, is it the initiative or what are we doing? Denzel, what are we doing? Did he freeze? Oh, Lord, he done froze. Oh, Lord, you done froze. You've been sitting there looking at me here this whole go. time and here you go freezing. <laughs> So wait, let me find it because I'm going to tell y'all what it is since he done froze on me. Let me know if you back. Okay, no, he's not back. So let me find it because I know we have it somewhere. Why isn't it? So we are headed we down for the... Okay, okay, what'd you say? Oof, not the circle. Oh, Lord. Okay. So the gas on us, a community initiative, we are partnering with um, school board president Denzel Perry as he gives gas away to the first hundred cars. I think we're doing $50 a car and they got the first 50 families will receive free groceries, which is something wow. you talked about. And so we are flying down just to um, make sure that we're doing our part um, in, in, undergirding him as his support and then we're gonna have a little bit of fun i heard they're gonna have a dj you know that's right up my alley just alley what what's wrong with you because i can't go well you going right <sighs> Keela, i said the same thing uh-uh no no you didn't i i could have sworn what i heard from jada is Oof. oh lord what i heard from jada was that something was going on with the bsu and so she couldn't come <laughs> she couldn't make it out and so we're trying to uh, get everybody where they're supposed to be. And let's see if we can get them now. Are you still frozen or what you got? To, what's up now? I switched it over to my cell phone. So we should be good. <laughs> Only do it. He will do it every time. So come on, tell us about this weekend and what we can look forward to, sir. Well, most definitely. Yeah, we're excited. You know, I think one of the biggest things is like we got to remove barriers for our families and for our kids. Uh, we know that our kid, our parents are, you know, bringing our kids back to school and, just had to buy back to school uh, supplies and clothes and things of that nature. And so I think one of the biggest things that we can possibly think of is like, how do we remove barriers? And gas is a barrier. As you know, gas prices in California continues to skyrocket. 
um, particularly in LA as well. And so how do we at least alleviate some of that pressure? So parents will look forward to gas for the first hundred cars. In addition to that, we have food as well. Um, it'll be enough food for a family to feed a family of four for 10 days. Um, so we're excited about this um, and just excited to also just continue to kind of build things like this in the city of Compton. So, and I appreciate, you know, Black versus Board of Ed and BYOP for always the love, the support um, and partnering to make this happen as well. And we also got to uh, give a shout out to, it was Locks by T. Is that who yes, is another Locks partner in the T. effort? Yes, well, shout Locks, out to by, Locks T. by T. We love that. And so we look forward to seeing you this weekend for sure. Um, and get dinner on you, yes? Yes, we are going to Little Caesars Pizza, man. We so excited. No, no. no. Mm -mm. I'm ready. If, if I'm not home. going to, uh, what are going we going? Going to Benihana's. Benihana's, yes. Oh, yeah, Benihana's on, on you. So look at Jada's already with the face. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> it's my grandpa's 70th birthday. Okay. Yeah, it's her grandpa's 70th birthday, and I have to go support my black people at school. So, uh. there's black people everywhere. Come on, facts. Can we go support some <laughs> black people in Compton? Come on, like, there's black people everywhere. <laughs> you, you're gonna see them for the next year. year. <laughs> you ain't gonna see Compton for another year. Well, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. As much as we go back and forth, no, to LA, no I but don't know. you ain't gonna see gas, Compton. Oh, we're not going to see this gas confidence. See, well, you know, there's a difference. There's yep. a difference. So anyway, <laughs> that is going to wrap it up for us today. <laughs> We'd like to thank our guest, Jordan McGowan, um, Denzel Perry for dropping through, Mr. Honorable himself, Honorable. Um, and all of you who joined us today. I know the comments were really quiet today, and that's okay. You know, sometimes it is what it is. But we will see y'all next Monday at uh, 4.30. 4.30. 4.30. All right, so we're going to hit you with the wave. Miss Jada, you got me? Oof. Let's go. Uh-oh. Come on. Boom. Anaya, this going to go to you. She went the opposite way. <laughs> Adrian. Denzel, you going to wave with us? Some shoulders. <laughs> oh, Lord. Right. Come on, Jordan. Uh, 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 uh. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!